Today you will learn powerful techniques that can take your healthy lifestyle to the next level and keep you motivated. You'll also discover how to consistently keep that lifestyle going for years to come no matter the obstacles. Christy Stocker, an award-winning speaker, success coach, and leadership consultant will share all of this and more. She's been bringing her endless energy and passion to the professional development realm since 2002. She's CEO of Kinetic Edge, a leadership company that works with organizations to transform their emerging professionals into high-performing rock star leaders. When she's not coaching high achievers to boost their success levels or hosting her leadership show, Christy TV on YouTube, she's helping organizations around the country get their people leadership ready. You are about to embark on an interactive and thought-provoking journey that will help you transform into an excuse-breaking, fear-crushing, and goal-exceeding leader no matter what your challenge. Christy, thank you so much for being here with us. Thanks, Laura. I'm excited to be here. I love, I love the positive energy, too. Your audience is going to definitely feed off of that. Yeah, we um, are just thrilled to have your expertise. We appreciate you uh, um, making it relevant to the audience that follows Toxie Free, and we would love to get started on what you see can really help our audience. Yeah, perfect. Well, you know, as Lauren, you and I talked, um, I really am excited to kind of roll out a five-step strategy, technique, secrets, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's a really easy technique that you can do, and it's only five steps. So if you're looking to go toxic-free in your in your environment, your home, work, wherever it is, you know, I feel that this five-step technique that I've taught, you know, people in large corporations to kind of crush any large goal that they have. So I know a lot of people when they have big health goals, or in this case, you know, wanting to go to a toxic-free environment, it seems overwhelming, right? And you're, you're like, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. And thank goodness they have you all to help them. So you, you two are the experts in that environment. And I feel that I have something to contribute as far as like an actual process. So if, if I can, Laura, if you don't mind, I would love to share that process with your listeners. Please, we would be so grateful. Awesome. So, so if you are looking to do any large goal, right, this is for any goal that you have, any big goal, but in this case, if you really want to go to a toxic-free environment, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. So I would say you can take out a pen and paper or whatever it is, or you can rewind this. You know, the first thing is to create your vision, right? And that's for anything. If you're setting a large goal, you want to create that vision. And I don't just mean vision boards or just thinking about it. There's an actual process that you can do to create that vision to where it actually comes through. So I'm not going to go into like the law of attraction and synchronicity and all those kind of things, but that is at play here. So what I want you to do is really think about what do you really want and then why do you want it? Okay, so create your vision is step number one. So why do you want to go to a toxic-free environment? You know, is it a health reason? Is it an environmental reason? Is it just a, a conscience reason? What it, whatever it is, write down what it is you really want and why do you want it, right? And then what I want you to do 
is I want you to describe this in all five senses. So what is it going to feel like when you go toxic free? What is it going to taste like? Is the food going to taste different? How's it going to feel on your skin or in, in the air? You know, what's it going to sound like? What I want you really to do is describe it, right? So think about a story. So, okay, when we are toxic free, when it is completely free of all these nasty things that are out there, what's that going to be like on your health? You know, when you go into the, if you go into the doctor, you know, the doctor's going to say, wow, what are you doing? Your health is amazing. You know, how's that going to feel in your heart? So what I want you to do after that is you visualize it, write it down, write all the senses down. Oh my gosh, it's going to feel like this. It's going to taste like this. And then what I want you to do is I want you to visualize it every single day. So every single day, it can be morning, it can be afternoon, it can be night. So what I do is usually I will visualize at night. That's me personally. That's where my energy is. And I will lay my head down and say, okay, you know what? This is what it's going to be like when I hit this goal. And you think about it every single day you visualize it right so that visual picture that you did that story that you just wrote think about that every single day and in laura if i can there is a, a client that i have a coaching client she's uh, in the corporate world and she was doing this very large presentation and she was a little nervous because it was worldwide right so it was around the world because she worked for an international company She's a little nervous. It's her first time doing it. There was going to be the CEO there and all these vice presidents from around the world. And I said, Kim, what you really want to do is visualize the success, right? Visualize the tech working well. Visualize people complimenting you. Visualize everything working smooth. And she did that for two weeks. And so after that, what happened was after the event, everything went smooth, right? Of course, because she visualized it. So after that, she got emails from the vice presidents, from her boss's boss's boss, you know, all these people and people were just showering her with compliments. And guess what, Laura, that's exactly what she visualized. So when you put that visualization in your head, you can actually have that happen. So it doesn't have to be overwhelming. And just believe it to be positive, believe that it will happen and keep visualizing it. So that's step number one is actually creating the vision. Wow, that is so helpful and having those specifics because, you know, there's so many distractions that come up and you have good intentions and you might hear something or read an article and be like, what am I going to do and have these great intentions, but then life happens, you know, children come running in. I mean, so many things distract us from our vision and and then we're just the same place where we always were so this is so extremely helpful so all of our listeners even though it's not a formal paid professional leadership role are leaders around everyone that we come into contact with so they start leading in health and that's going to positively impact everyone around them. I love yes. it. Yes, absolutely. And that's why one of the taglines that I do say is excuse breaking, fear crushing, goal exceeding leaders. And a lot of people think, well, I'm not a corporate leader or I'm not a vice president. No, you lead your life, right? So the yes. first leader is within you and you are self-leading, right? You're leading mm -hmm. yourself to this healthier environment, this toxic free environment. And so then if you're leading yourself, 
with your family, your family, you know, you're, you're creating that role model in yourself. And then that way you're leading your family. So every single person in here is a leader, right? Whether you feel you have the title or not, because you don't need a title to be a leader, but I'm glad that you brought up the whole distractions and everything, Laura, because step number two is minimizing the obstacles. Okay. Right? So you minimize the obstacles and the distractions. You're setting yourself up for success. So let me give you a quick little example. If you were trying to lose, let's say, 20 pounds, would you want to have like donuts and candy in your house? Probably. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> no, you're not going to load your house up with donuts and candy, right? You're trying to lose weight. So you want to set yourself up for that success. Like don't, don't <laughs> consciously put things in your way that'll stop you. So think about, so that's the second step, minimize your obstacles. So think about what can get in your way. Is it fear? You know, like getting overwhelmed, like you said, fear, I don't know if I can do this, or I don't know if I should do this, or is it time, I don't have the time to look up these things and make this happen, or is it people, you know, the kids want to eat the, the bad stuff, or, you know, want these things, and you're like, well, I really, you know, I've got these people that are kind of giving a little friction. So A, first of all, think about what can get in your way. And then the second thing is, are you dream or dread motivated? Okay, so let me explain that. I was just talking to somebody the other day about this and she wanted to lose weight. And I said, and she said she couldn't get motivated. And I said, well, most people are motivated by either a dream or a dread. So do you dream of living that healthy lifestyle? Do you say, oh my gosh, it's gonna be so great when I actually achieve this healthy lifestyle and, and you know toxic free and whatnot, or do you dread it? If I don't do this, my health will suffer, you know, this will happen and, you know, everything's going to start falling apart or whatever it is. So most people are like, I don't want that. So I'm going to do this. Or they say, I really want that. So I'm going to do this. So think about how you're motivated. You know, is it a dream or is it a dread? And then trust yourself. This is a big one. Trust that you can actually get a toxic-free environment, right? Trust that you can actually make this happen. Have belief that you can actually do this, especially because you have toxic-free on your side to help you. That's why they're here, right? They have a whole community of people that can help you. And share this with your cheerleaders, right? So I call them cheerleaders. I mean, not really the people with the pom-poms on the football field. What I mean is share it with the people who are uplifting you, that are motivating you. You know, the people that are on your side that want to help you accomplish these goals. So the more that you share it with the positive people that are on your side, they will help minimize those obstacles. They'll help get that, help you build that belief in yourself and that trust in yourself. So really think about those things, about how can you minimize those obstacles and make it easier for yourself to achieve that success, to achieve that toxic-free environment. So not only are we considering the literal toxins in our life to be more healthy, but we also have to consider the, the obstacles getting in the way of us creating a toxin free environment. So the um, uh, this is so good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. 
Good, good, good. Okay, so step number three. So we're already on step number three. Okay, so you've created your vision. You know what you want it to look like. You've thought about it every day. You visualize it. You're like, okay, you're convincing your brain that you're going to do it. Like, okay, step one now. Step two, you're minimizing those obstacles, right? So you're taking away the distractions, working on the fear and all those things. So then what's number three? Make it happen. Okay, right? So this is the action taking phase. And anytime that you have a dream or a vision, you know, if you don't have actual action steps to take, it'll just remain a vision. It'll just remain, oh, I wish I could have that toxin-free environment, or I wish I could be healthier, I wish I could feel better, wish I could just, you know, wake up and just feel good about myself. So what you really want to think about doing, so this is your action-taking phase, what will you do and not do? All right, so now this is where you want to be a little real with yourself. What are you willing to do or not do? Are you literally willing to just grab everything and toss it and trash it and start new? Or are you, no, you know what? I think I just need to ease into this. Or are you somewhere in the middle? You know, really be real with yourself. What are you willing to do and not do if you really want that type of environment and that healthy lifestyle? And then also think about where are you going to be flexible? All right. So anytime you have a large goal or, you know, something big that you want to do, you want to be flexible because it doesn't have to be that difficult. Right. You want to be flexible. So if you say, well, I really want to hold on to this particular product because I love it so much. Okay, then where else are you going to kind of take those toxin free things out? Right. So balance it out. Right. It doesn't have to be black and white. It can be a little flexible. Right. And this is the biggest thing, biggest, biggest, biggest thing. The biggest piece of advice, if nothing else that you take away from this, this is the biggest piece of advice I give my clients when they're talking about goals. Focus on the process, not the result, okay? So this is using little pieces to your advantage. And here's here's a huge example that I want to give you. So I'm a marathon runner, right? I've run seven marathons, I think, seven marathons. So when I first started my my very first marathon, Laura, if I said, hey, guess what? By the way, you're going to run 26.2 miles. What would your, what would your reaction be? I'm not ready yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'd be a little overwhelming, right? Like yeah. 26.2 miles, can I just work on two? Yes, that's the point. Because when I started marathon running, if I looked at the end result, which is 26.2 miles, I would freak out. I mean, most people would freak out. If you've never run a marathon before, you're like, uh, yeah, no. However, what I did was I focused on the result. So instead of looking at 26.2 miles, if you're going to run a marathon, you have a training program, right? You do a certain amount each week, right? And so for me, my first marathon running program was six months long, which is quite long. So I think it was like 30 weeks. So week one, you know, you run this much per day and this per week. And then week two, you know, you you run Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and you run on Saturday, right? Four times a week. So all I did was, okay, it's week five, it's Tuesday, I need to run three miles. And that's all I focused on, right? I did not look at week 27 when I was going to do a 20 mile run, because again, freak out right? Overwhelm, can't do that. That's scary. No, just focus on the process day by day, 
right? It's called The Slight Edge. There's a book by, uh, I think his name is Jeff Olson, called The Slight Edge. And it talks about the little things that you can do every day. This is how you, ex this is exactly how you don't get overwhelmed, right? So just look at the thing. Do we know what our vision is? Yes, it's to run a marathon. It's to have a toxin-free environment. It's to be healthier. It's to whatever it is, the vision. But then you put that aside. You visualize it a little bit every day. That's it. And then you say, okay, what can I do today to get to that goal? All right. So when you focus on the process, not always the result, it's different when you're visualizing your goal, right? When I visualize the marathon, I visualize the finish line, right? How I would feel and the people cheering and, you know, and the, and the, the, the water and how it would taste and how my body would feel and things like that. I did not focus on 26.2 miles. I focused on the overall story and how it feel. So that's what I would really, really focus on as you take action and plan your steps, plan your, you know, Laura's here and Taxi Free is here to help you with this. But when you plan it, look at the day by day in the little bitty steps and pretty soon, just like I did, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm running 20 miles. How did this happen? That's what I want for you. And I've been thinking that, I mean, this is the key part i mean one and two is like setting you up to be able to take action and i often use the word cultivate so you are cultivating your own health whereas we're so used to looking outside of ourselves for solutions and feeling better and you know but that like taking that action and what i kept thinking about too um, which I'm sure you have felt is every time that you do uh, another mile um, and another day of doing your small step process of miles or each time you buy a new product you're thinking about what it's made of every time you're doing something that it's like putting investing money and depositing it into this bank which just starts compounding in amazing results like getting stronger legs and lungs and being able to go further and further on your running journey or starting to look around and seeing all of the natural products in your environment not doing harm anymore just by little actions each time compounding their value it's value that's really being compounded here i yeah. love it Yes. Thank so, you. so true. So, so true. Um, so that's that. So you do your action, right? You've got your plan. Yes. You write those down. You've got the community here to help you with that. And then what do you want to do? Okay. So you're doing your plan. You're doing the, you're getting certain products, implementing things, you know, changing habits, right? The fourth one is tracking your success. Now I'm going to be completely transparent. I wasn't as good as this, doing this, <laughs> right? The step was it's very, very important, and I was not as good at this step. And the reason being is, you know, when I would do a marathon, I'm like, okay, great, next, on to the next one, whatever. You know, oh, yay, I finished, you know, grab some water and a granola bar, and okay, next. I didn't, like, celebrate my win, right? So what you really want to do is track your success. I, I do this with my clients all the time, where especially ones that work with me for a year or so, you know, my leadership clients, they'll come to me and they'll say, okay, I want to achieve all these goals, right? And we plan it out, very similar to what we're talking about. 
And then like six months later, I say, hey, you know, what have you achieved? And they're like, oh, I haven't achieved much. I said, I think you might need to go back and look at that. They look at that and they are mind blown. A lot of times we're so caught up in the actual process and the action taking that we forget how far we've come. And that's really, really important because what you want to do is you want to practice that gratitude. Right. I know a lot of those a lot of the listeners here, I'm sure you've heard of gratitude and it is powerful. The more that you are thankful of how far you've come and in what you've done to take care of your health, your family's health, you know, people around you, maybe even spread the word about how awesome this is, you know, for your for just for you, your health, your well-being, your mindset, everything, you know, practicing that gratitude you know, really, really helps tracking your success and saying, Hey, do a little checkpoint once a month, you know, Hey, Oh my gosh, I can't believe we got rid of all these different things. And we've implemented this. You know what? I'm breathing better. I'm feeling better. I'm sleeping better. My, my skin feels better. All sorts of different things, you know, really think about how far you've come. So you don't get so caught up in the process. And I know there might be some perfectionists out there. I'm a recovering perfectionist. But expect and plan for pitfalls, okay? So when I say tracking your success, I don't want to say track your failures, but also learn from where you might have stumbled, right? Because as you go through and you have a large goal, you might stumble. You might say, well, I, you know, I don't really want to buy that product right now, or I, you know, I'm going to buy this anyway, and oops, you know, now I don't feel as well, or <laughs> oh, you feel a little guilty, oh, you should have, da 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 you know, that's okay. That's going to happen. So what you want to do is setbacks are okay as long as you learn and build on it, right? You're going to stumble. You're going to make mistakes. You're not going to buy, you know, a certain thing or whatever. And you're going to be like, wow, I don't feel so great. Well, now I know why, you know, just go back to step one, right? We're on step four. You have a little setback, go back to step one and visualize that and then minimize those obstacles and then take that action. That's all you have to do is do that again, right? That's why we have a step-by-step process, right? That's okay. So having setbacks and planning for them are huge. And then having that gratitude for how far you've come will really make a difference in how successful you are and how consistent you are. Because we talked about consistency, how consistent you are in keeping this toxin-free environment. And then it just becomes a habit because that's what you really want is you want to ingrain it in your lifestyle, right? Have you found any uh, um, results for yourself that it, if someone writes this or if someone tells another person or should they just track in their mind and look back like as a reflection just in their thoughts have you found anything to be more helpful than the other yeah actually what's been interesting is when my clients have goals right we write them down because research has shown that when you write down goals there's a higher percentage i don't want to quote a number um, but it's quite a it's a double digit number easily there's a higher percentage of you achieving them so first of all when you want to when you have a plan to you know improve your health or whatever it is you know writing down those goals first and then looking back at those written goals, right? So that's number one. Second is yes, when, you know, cause I'm a coach telling your coach, look, this is how far I've come because then you can have a dialogue or, or whoever your cheerleader is, if you're not working with a coach or on your goals or whatever, um, you know, working with 
the people who are uplifting you. Remember I talked about sharing your goals with your cheerleader, your mentors, and, and the people who uplift you. So doing that is also a really, really good technique because that's your checkpoint. So looking back on what you've written down and then sharing it with somebody, depending on your personality and everything, you know, sometimes the more checklist type of people love to just look it over and checklist. They feel really, it's a gratifying process. And then other personalities love to talk about what they're accomplishing. That's great too. A combination is good. Whatever makes you feel more accomplished and more more confident about what you're doing, then that's really the, that's just really the big difference. Okay. Oh my gosh. Thank you. And then that, Come, brings us to number five, the brings grand finale. Number, <laughs> yes, the grand finale, number five. And here's the cool thing. Okay, so I I added this one in, you know, because this is really based on how I love doing my coaching programs, right? So whether it's leadership or success principles or whatever, make it fun. Okay, when I did this presentation to a multi-billion dollar health insurance company for their, their active people, their health fitness people, I said, make it fun. Because, you know, for that keynote, I was talking about weight goals and health goals and things like that. For this, you can still make it fun. Any goal you can make fun. Because, again, research has shown, when it's more fun and more lighthearted, people are going to be more consistent. You get to choose the route. So think about when you're going to a toxin-free environment, what is it that you like to do? Hit that first. You know, whether it's skincare, whether it's nutrition, whether it's environmental, you know, whatever it is, because that takes out the pressure. Start with what you like. What do you like to do? Because you want to take out the pressure. So for me, you know, running, I love music, right? I love to run with music. A lot of people don't do that. And then the other thing is I love to run in new environments. That's what I like to do. So when I'm traveling, even though I'm on vacation, I'll still bring my running shoes and I've run all over the place. I've run in Portugal, I've run in Puerto Rico, I've run in Reno, I've run in British Columbia, I've, I've run in Barbados, like I've run all over the place. And so that's, that even though I'm running and increasing my health, right? A lot of people won't like running, but I like seeing new things. So add that fun part into getting that toxin-free environment and then give yourself time, right? Just give yourself time, right? It's not going to happen overnight. Relieve that pressure on yourself and then pick something to go for, right? Like pick something specific to go for and then reward yourself, right? Whatever it is, but just keep it fun. Keep it lighthearted, uh, but Putting a little deadline on it might keep you motivated, right? Put a little pressure on yourself. But if something, again, goes a little sideways or you stumble a little bit, that's okay. Just make it fun. Make it a game and say, hey, you know what? How many products can I replace at the end of the month? You know, let's, let's set a goal of 10. Okay, great. Did you go over 10? Did you go over 12? Great. Like, go reward yourself or something. Make it a game. Make it fun. Because the more that you make it fun, even though it's taking care of a serious thing like your health, your well-being, your mindset, and things like that, serious, cool stuff, but you can make it fun. Because that's how you can become more consistent. Because a lot of people ask me, they're like, Christy, are you a morning person? I'm like, no, no, no I wouldn't call myself a morning person. 
but I will get up at five in the morning and I will get out and I will go run, you know, cause I'm in the Midwest. So sometimes it's 10 degrees out and it's cold. Nobody that I really know likes to get out in the cold and 10 degrees and run in the dark. Like that's not the fun part, but the fun part is the goals that I'm going to achieve running that marathon, you know, beating my last time, getting more fit, having strong abs, having a strong core, having better strength. That to me is fun. So that's why I do run in different places. That's why I add the music. That's why maybe I'll wear bright colors or something like that. You know, whatever it takes for it to appeal to your own personality, to make it fun and lighthearted, that would be step five. Oh my gosh. This is, my mind is exploding with happiness <laughs> and motivation. Yes. One thing I continually thought of during this whole um, pro process and teaching when you were telling us what to do was be gentle with yourself. Like, uh, I feel like none of this is easy, you know, making, but the, anything that's difficult or worth achieving is going to be harder to do and challenging. And so there were so many times where I kept thinking, oh, it's like you're saying to be gentle with, with ourselves. And is that, was that your intention in there? Yeah, absolutely. Because um, when I did that, that keynote I was talking about, they asked me, you know, how did I lose 26 pounds, right? And it, and I went through all those five steps. I mean, that those five steps that I just shared with you were, were based on experience. And I gave myself a lot of time to lose 26 pounds, right? I did have a deadline. I said, you know what? I want to be to this particular weight before this particular marathon. It was the Chicago Marathon. And the reason being is I wanted less weight to go over the finish line. I mean, that's the thing in running. Like, if you can lose a little more weight and be stronger, that's less weight that you have to carry over the finish line. So that's what I wanted to do. And I, I just did not put a lot of pressure on myself. I kept it fun. And then as the weight started dropping, it started dropping quicker because I wasn't trying as hard, right? I was gentle with myself. Like, Christy, you're going to do it. You're going to make it. I kept visualizing what it was going to look like. And I was gentle with myself, as you say, because I didn't add a ton of pressure. I gave myself more than enough time. I kept it fun. And then pretty soon it became a habit. Like I didn't want to eat pizza all the time, <laughs> you know, and all those kind of things. And I started eating healthier and the weight just started dropping and almost, almost to a point where I didn't notice, right? Because, you know, you're, you see your body all the time, but people, other people were noticing, and so that was like, oh, wow, okay, you know, and then you get to buy different clothes and, you know, those kind of things. So, yeah, not putting a ton of pressure on yourself and being hard on yourself if you stumble or whatever, that's really the key in keeping consistent. Because there's so many times where people have this big goal, toxin-free environment or health goal or whatever, I want to run a marathon or something, you know, I want to be a leader and is a vice president or whatever, they just get overwhelmed and when they stumble, they quit right because it's tough and if you're easy a little and i don't mean easy on yourself right like you you need to push yourself but easy and gentle on yourself if you are to stumble or to um, maybe not do exactly what you felt you quote unquote should do mm -hmm. and then this has been just so inspiring such 
a, such a specific steps and path for people to achieve uh, and to have huge success. So there are so many of our listeners who are professionals and leaders in their careers and even the people who are leaders in their homes, where could they follow? Because I know that you share some of your your world travels. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how people can find you and if you're open to working in with Minnesotans? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm from the Midwest, so absolutely. Sure, Minnesota and beyond, heck yeah. Um, so you can find me, my website is christystocker.com. And, you know, Laura, as you mentioned, I do have a YouTube channel that is going to actually be rejuvenated in the next year. So look out for that. That's christytv.com. And so if you always need, if you need a little bit of punch or motivation, or you want to learn some more success principles that I feel could really be relevant to everybody's journey, you know, that they're going through in a toxin-free environment, you know, tune into christytv.com and you'll see me all over the world doing, doing different things. Um, and then the other thing that I would love to offer to your listeners is I would be willing to do a free strategy session with them. So, it, you know, no matter what they're going through, like my specialty is leadership and success principles. So I work with professionals that either want to move up in leadership in their current career or if they're not really excited about what they're doing right now, but they want to lead a different successful life, you know, I can help them up-level their skills that way. So case in point, you know, you're in a job, but you know, I really want to open my own business. Whatever it is that you want to change in your life, if you feel a little stuck, that's my specialty is where I can get you unstuck and moving in the direction of success that you want. So I will give you the link to give to your listeners when you post this and they can, you know, book a completely free 50 minute strategy session with me. And we'll talk about where you're at, what your challenges are, what your goals are, and then see if there's something that I can do to help you or, you know, we can work together. Oh I'd be happy to do that. Gosh, that is the yeah. most generous. Thank you so yeah, much. For what? sure. Wow. And of course, I'm on all the social media channels. I'm on Facebook under Christy Stalker, Instagram, Twitter, you know, all the LinkedIn for sure. If you're a professional, definitely connect with yes. me on LinkedIn. And I also just wanted to clarify, it is Christy with a K-R-I-S-T-I-E-T-V.com or yes. K-R-I-S-T-I-E-S-T-O-C-K-E-R.com. Right? That's right. Yes. You got it. Okay. Thank you so much. We're so grateful. And this has been monumentally helpful, inspiring, and we're just super excited to share this. Thank you. Yes, you're very welcome. It was my pleasure, Laura. And hopefully that helped all of your people out there. And I would love to hear, you know, if they implemented these techniques and how it worked for them. We will. And I already have so many ideas for helping cheer people on. So I've learned so much. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. <laughs>